the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is a special broadcast from 820 AM, The Word. My name is Chuck Olmsted. I'm hosting today with Pastor Joe Featon. Today's broadcast is Journey with the Word to Israel, a special trip with Pastor Joe Featon. And Pastor Joe, welcome today. Thank you. We've got a trip coming up to Israel in the spring of 2020 that is going to be really exciting. And and, uh, Pastor Joe is hosting that trip. And Pastor Joe, my first question to you is, why Israel? What's so important about a trip to Israel? Well, you know, your station is called 820 AM, The Word. (laughs) And a trip to Israel is all about the Word, uh, the Word of God, the stories of the Bible, took place in its place, and that place is Israel, primarily, of course, in other parts of the New Testament world as well. But uh, So you go and see those things. And so uh, going to Israel is taking a physical attachment to the Word of God that you cannot get in any other way. And you've done this a few times now, right? Yes, I have. I've been on it, on this trip 19 different times. Wow. And so, you know what? It, it never gets old. Uh, it never gets old. Well, I had the chance the opportunity in 1978 to go to Israel with my church back from the Midwest, 19-day trip, some of that time in Israel. Those memories are precious. Some are many unforgettable. It's a trip of a lifetime. You know, it's something that once you take it, you never forget about it, and you, um, you just remember it all your life. Yeah. And you think about it every time you hear a sermon after that or hear a program on the radio, that mentions a place, it mentions Jericho or Jerusalem. You say, oh, yeah, I know. I've been there. I know what that looks like. And you've got a picture in your mind of, of the places that the Bible describes. And yeah. it, it's something that's valuable. And even, you know, when you're watching TV, you know, National Geographic, a program will come on about the tomb of Christ. Okay, I've been to the tomb of Christ. I know exactly where that is. And so now I'm just interested, yeah. you know, in what I'm seeing on TV, what I'm hearing in church. What I'm reading in the Bible, it just gives you that personal attachment. And that's why people consider it a trip of a lifetime. I think everybody wants to go to Israel at one time or another in their life if they can. And I tell people, you know, if I can't take you with me now, let's go in the millennium. Uh, you know, it'll. but uh, at least that, that my theology says you can go in the millennium. <laughs> but anyway, it is uh, it's something that's fun to do. Well, this trip is taking place when? Uh, this one is March 26th through April 6th of 2020. And that's uh, during Palm Sunday time. Yeah. You know, I, I scheduled specifically to be there for Palm Sunday. I've never been in Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. And so I want to be there on Palm Sunday and walk the path that Jesus walked on Palm Sunday. I'm going to work with a florist, and I'm going to try to get some little palm branches. And so we can have palm branches. I don't know if I can do that, but I'm going to try. Uh, I'm going to walk down Palm Sunday Road with palms in my hand and praise the Lord. (laughs) I just think it'll be awesome. I I think it should be uh, a big crowd, number one, because people all over the world, 
you know, want to be there for these holy days, like Christmas, they want to be in Bethlehem, and or Good Friday, they want to walk the Via Della Rosa, uh, the, the way of the cross. And uh, But on Palm Sunday, you want to walk down the Palm Sunday road, because Palm Sunday, in my opinion, is the greatest Sunday of the year. Uh, at least I like it, because we win, you know, <laughs> Jesus is victorious, and the people appreciate who he is. And so I, I like it. It's a great day. Well, that's got to be an, an amazing experience to then to see the international traveler, travelers, those from other parts of the world that are coming and celebrating, uh, that have a like mind as you do, you know, as far as celebrating uh, where Jesus is walking. Yeah, that's the cool thing. And of course, in Israel, they're having record tourism right now. But you see people from Africa. There's actually a lot of African Christians that show up, people from Korea, uh, from the Asian countries, they show up, uh, Europeans uh, to some degree. Uh, of course, lots of Americans go. And so you're really part, you know, out of every language, kindred, tribe, and tongue, as the Bible describes it in Revelation. But that's how it is when you're there. And you realize that there's lots of ways of honoring the Lord. And these Christians, they come in their native dress. And, uh, you know, you see these Africans in their flowing robes. And, but they're there to praise the same Lord you're there to praise. And so it is a great you know, Church of Jesus Christ experience in the Holy Land where Jesus walked. Well, Pastor Joe, I know that the, uh, I, I have several friends that are pastors that have led trips to Israel. Why do I want to go with Joe Feeton to <laughs> Israel? Well, that's a very good question. Uh, on this trip, you know, that is also sponsored by 820 AM, The Word, right. so it's a joint venture. Uh, you're traveling with people who love the Bible, who believe the Bible, who uh, don't think it's a bunch of fairy tales, that it's actually true. And so that's the great advantage. And I believe the Bible. And I love the Bible. I preach the Bible, have preached it all my life. And so uh, that's the great thing. And by the way, I also took all my kids. We have four kids. Made sure they all got a chance to go multiple times, actually. And now I'm taking my grandkids. Mm -hmm. So I'm on grandkid number uh, eight uh, this trip. I take one grandkid per trip. And, uh, but I want them to be able to see that it's real, that these things they read about in a book aren't just stories. It actually happened, and this is where it happened. And so it gives them a reality that the Word is true, the Word of God is true. And I'm happy to say that my children are all serving the Lord. My grandchildren, all 11 of them, are serving the Lord. Yeah. And I think uh, going to Israel... Uh, as I have, has been a big part of that because it says this is real, this is true. So someone who loves the Word of God, uh, that's who you want to travel with. Well, that's very true. And also someone who has the experience of leading a group 19 times. Yeah. There's, a, there's a value to that because you know what we need to see and what we may just bypass as well, far as some of the... Yeah, you know, it's not only what you need to see, but you also want to know where the restrooms are. <laughs> exactly. That because, you know, you can become very unspiritual if you can't find the restroom. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, the, the good food, of course, we don't chintz on the hotels. You don't want to, you know, save 20 bucks a night and, and sleep in a flea bag hotel, you know. And so we have really good hotels, uh, really good food, great food. In fact, you know, cruise line kind of uh, higher than that. I mean, good quality food. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and it's organized in such a way. I had a guy that was on the last trip. He said, I've traveled a lot internationally, but I've never traveled with a group. 
They said it's kind of nice to be able to get up in the morning and not worry about how you're going to make it through the day and, and to know that the bus will be there to pick us up at the right time and that everything is going to be attended to and somebody else is worrying about it. Right. Well, I'm the guy that worries about it. Uh, but, the, but the tour companies that we use, that's really what you want them for. And to the logistics of a trip have to be right. Mm-hmm. And, and you want it to be comfortable and pleasant uh, because you're not going to, exp- you know, in preaching, we used to say the mind can't absorb more than the seat can endure. But you can be in a great place, but if it's a wretched experience, it's not really that fun, <laughs> you know. And so I wanted to have it to be pleasant and comfortable and enjoyable and spiritual. Pastor Joe, you had mentioned that uh, you brought your grandchildren, so younger people have been able to come. But you also aren't afraid to take someone who's a senior citizen. Exactly. And uh, you've designed this trip for someone who may have a few limitations but still can enjoy a trip. Exactly. Well, as it turns out, the largest group of people that go to Israel are older people. It isn't the 24-year-old, you know, it's the 74-year-old. Or I mean, I've taken people in their 80s and, and some with issues, you know, to deal with. But we make it work. Mm-hmm. And so, and I've occasionally had people who on a given day said, you know what, I'm just going to stay in the hotel today and sit by the pool and, and take it easy, which is fine uh, if that's what they need to do to, to survive. Because there is a fair amount of walking. Uh, you know, you're going you're gonna to walk 4,000, 5,000, 6,000 steps uh, many days, and they won't, but they won't be all in one fell swoop, right? You know? So you're, like, you're not going on a three-mile hike. Uh, so you're on the bus, you're around a site for an hour, uh, and so we do make it make sure that it works for people of all the ages. And that's that's important because yes, even is. the even the, us younger folks uh, doing a three-mile walk somewhere that's that can be exhausting after a while. So the the trip's kind of broken up and. And if you need to take a day, you can take a day to yourself. You don't have to go on the with the rest of the group. But then they're coming back, and you can go the next day, right? Exactly. And, you know, at certain stages of life, as I said, you know, you want to know that there's going to be a bathroom stop within the next hour. And so these things are important. Sure they and, are. And you don't learn those until you go. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and you figure that out, and, and, and you get older yourself. So it all helps. One thing you mentioned, too, is the time of year, and that is that uh, this is a really good time of year to go to Israel weather-wise. Yeah, it's the best time of year. You don't want to go in the winter because it's cold and rainy. And especially if you're from Seattle, you don't want cold and rainy. But in April, late March or early April, that's perfect because it's not too hot. It can be really hot in the summer. It's not too cold. So, you know, it's going to be in the 70s on the coast and in and probably late upper 70s in Galilee. At the Dead Sea, it'll be in the 80s. In Jerusalem, it'll probably be 75. And so it's, that's very comfortable. You know, it's not hot. It's not cold. And uh, you're, it's going to be a very pleasant weather. It's the best time of year. Uh, I've gone earlier. You hit rain. I've gone in the summer when I've taken student groups because they're out of school, too hot. Hmm. You know, I mean, if it's 100 degrees, you're not having that much fun. Right. And so you definitely want to go in these uh, in April, 
Uh, that's the ideal time of year. If you want to hear more information or get more information while you're listening to this uh, broadcast and this podcast, you can always go to thewordseattle.com. Click on the banner that has the journey with the word to Israel. You'll see Pastor Joe's smiling face on that banner. And just click on that banner and it'll take you to additional information about the trip. Tell us, Pastor Joe, about some of the sites that we're going to see during this journey. Well, this is a a good length of trip, and so we get to cover a lot of ground in Israel. You know, we land in Tel Aviv, and you start out at Caesarea, the place where Paul was imprisoned, and it was a very important place built by Herod the Great. And you can see amazing ruins there, Herod's palace and such. Uh, And then you go up through Mount Carmel, across the Jezreel Valley, uh, through Nazareth, and then drop down into Galilee. Uh, We'll do a boat ride on Galilee, but we spend several days in the region of Galilee, visiting places like Capernaum, the adult home of Jesus. We'll go up on the Golan Heights and uh, see the land that Moses conquered. He literally was the leading general who conquered the Golan Heights. And well, from there, we can actually look into Syria uh, because it's high and you can see, you know, the, the mountains and, and into Syria. And then we'll go after we've been around Galilee for a few days and been to Dan and the Jord- uh, Caesarea Philippi, the headwaters of the Jordan River and the place where uh, Jesus said, who do people say that I am? And Peter said, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. And flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father in heaven. Uh, Caesarea Philippi. But then you go down the Jordan River Valley, follow it all the way down from Bethshan, all the way down to Jericho. Stop and and visit Jericho. See the city. And you can literally see the walls that came tumbling down. I mean, they've been excavated. You can look at them. You can walk on them. It's amazing. Uh, Go down to the Dead Sea. Spend a night down there. Float in the Dead Sea. Uh, Go by En Gedi on the way and uh, stop there, go and see some of the places where David hid out from King Saul, you know, when he was being chased and tried to, when Saul tried to kill him. But the oasis of En Gedi is just a beautiful spot uh, in the deep desert. Uh, and then we'll go up to Jerusalem and lots to see around Jerusalem. Uh, from there, go into Bethlehem, visit the place where Christ was born, Uh, But then go into the West Bank and go to Shiloh and Bethel. You know, at Shiloh, the Ark of the Covenant was there for 369 years. And it was there, you know, God spoke to Samuel. And uh, all of that took place there in in Shiloh. But then go to Bethel. You know, that's where uh, God spoke to Abraham and said, I'm going to look around. Bethel is the high point of the land. You can see for, you know, miles in every direction. But that's also where Jacob spent the night and laid his head on a rock. And the Jacob's ladder, you know, the angels ascending and descending uh, and the promises to Jacob. But that's all at Bethel. And you can see that area. It's it's beautiful area. But uh, there, you just make the loop around Israel. And uh, in, in, it's the right length of trip. Uh, you know, it's intense. You see a lot of things. But um, it's awesome. Well, Pastor Joe, I'm sitting here watching your face as you're describing these things. And first of all, I can see you in your mind's eye touring right now, which yeah. 
which is an incredible experience. Once someone goes to Israel, they're going to be able to tour in their mind's eye just like you have. Yeah. Now, maybe not 19 times like you have, but the thing that I'm also impressed with is you've got a great background knowledge of of those various places and what happened in the Bible and what was spoken and, and the events that occurred and you're able to share that with those that are on this tour. Well, I do see it in my mind's eye even as we speak about it. But, you know, the first trip that I took to Israel in 1985, when I got there, I'd been preaching. I'd been pastoring for several years already, and uh, I thought I knew the Bible. When I got there, I realized how little I knew, hmm. at least how much the more there was to know than what I knew. And you, you don't really get it from reading a book. Uh, even the reading the Bible, you don't really get the picture uh, clearly. When you see it with your own eyes, there's just a light that comes on. And, uh, and you see things differently. And so, actually, the most that I learned in a short period of time was not on my first trip. It was not on my second trip. But it was between my first and second trip. Because hmm. when I got back from my first trip, I realized how little I knew. I got to studying. But now I had the frame of reference, and so I really learned a lot between the first and second trip. And out of that, by the way, seeing biblical lands, because one of the goals of my life was to visit all of the places of the Bible, and I have pretty much done that. There's a few places in Iran and Iraq that I haven't visited, like Babylon and Nineveh, places like that. But I visited most of the places of the Bible, and I've learned things that I couldn't have learned any other way by seeing them. Uh, I wrote a book called The Revenge of Ephesus, for example. It's about Ephesus. And uh, it's how the issues of the biblical period are the same issues we face today, like radical feminism, radical environmentalism, uh, the prosperity idea. Uh, those are all issues that they dealt with in Ephesus. Well, a lot of those things I only learned by seeing it with my own eyes. Hmm. And then you can relate it to the Scripture. There's just a world of, of knowledge that opens up to you when you see it with your own eyes because you, you, you know things through your eyes and you see them and you say, oh, that's what it is. Like, for example, how did they walk around Jericho every day and then on the seventh day do it seven times? How did they do that? Well, when you go to Jericho, you realize that it was only eight acres at the time. It wasn't huge. And Jerusalem in the time of David, eight to ten acres. Hmm. These are small places. How small they are is something you only see when you actually look at it. You say, "Wow, this isn't Seattle," you know, <laughs> right? Where it takes you, you know, a day to drive across Seattle if the traffic's bad, right? You know, there you could walk around the city in a in an hour. Interesting, you know, or an hour and a quarter maybe. Yeah. Well, you mentioned uh, something about. Uh, between your first and second trip, the study. And uh, we were chatting before we were recording, and I had mentioned that when I went 42 years ago, I traveled with uh, our church group, and there was an engineer that I did a lot of uh, walking with. His name was Lee. And Lee, as the mind of an engineer, when we were flying over the mountains in Italy, he had a map <laughs> of what mountains we were flying over, and he was identifying. You know, So he studied. He had this mindset that he was going to learn as much as he could before he went there. And one of the things that uh, I really appreciate about you, uh, Pastor Joe, is that you have 
uh, a lot of the teaching that you've done over the years uh, in preparation, you've got that available for those that are going to go on a trip on a thumb drive with the, where they can download and hear a lot of, of the teaching and uh, understanding of where you're going to go and what you're going to do. Yeah, uh, so I gave an hour and a half lecture on each of the sites where we visited, where we're going to visit, and uh, and I show pictures, so it's heavy on pictures. Read the scripture, um, show the sites, talk about it, give its history, give the background, so that if a person wants to go into the study, they can do it. And then I also have written a booklet that's probably 50 pages long that's got, you know, seven or eight pages on each site so that people, can, if they want to study, can have it. And it's arranged chronologically so that it follows the, the, the itinerary and the schedule. And then, of course, if they don't want to do that study, but when they go and, like me, realize how little they know, then they can re see it when they get back and realize where they've been and, uh, and then learn a little bit more as they go along. So if a person wants to go deeper... I have prepared those materials, yeah. which I, I make available, and they're, they're good. And by the way, I've given that to other uh, organizations that take pastors. Mm -hmm. And the feedback I've gotten is that pastors really appreciate um, this because it gives them great information. We're willing to, uh, as a radio station, to provide this thumb drive, uh, these files, uh, to you if you're interested in a trip. You can email me at uh, chuck at salemradioseattle.com or give me a call at 206-269-6216. I'd be glad to send that out to you, some of these teachings from Pastor Joe in preparation for this trip. Some practical things, Pastor Joe. Israel's in the news a lot. And uh, is it safe? Is it safe to travel? What do you what do you tell people when they ask that question? Well, we're recording in the studio right now, and I'm listening <laughs> to, to sirens, sirens in, in Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, here's the here's the deal about safety. Uh, yes, you do feel kind of unsafe until you get out of Seattle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and once you get out of Seattle, you feel fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, truthfully, I would rather be in any place in Israel than I would be in Seattle. Mm -hmm. I mean, at any given time. I parked my car when I came here today. I thought about, okay, should I take my ring off and put it in my pocket? You know, I mean, this is what I'm thinking about when I go in Seattle. Because, I mean, you're much safer, in my opinion, in Israel than you are in Seattle. You say, well, I, I heard on the news. Well, watch the news about Seattle. You know, somebody's getting killed every single day. It's yeah. not like that in Israel. Yeah. You know, it, it's just not like that. Tourism is very important to Israel. They take great efforts to make sure that tourists are safe in Israel. And by the way, the Palestinians benefit by it as well. And so they want tourists to come because a great part of the Palestinian economy depends on tourism. So everybody needs tourists there, and so they want to take care of you. And so I, I have never felt unsafe in all of the, you know, many, many times that I've been to Israel. I've always felt safe. I know they're working hard to keep me safe. And so I enjoy the trip. It's a lot better there than it is in Seattle. Well, I tell you, I know that the, the folks who are the tour guides and bus operators, it's in their best interest to keep you safe. So they're Everybody. not going to take you into an area no. that is unsafe. So, Pastor Joe, I'm excited. I, I truly am. I'm watching you explain, and, and uh, it's not that far away. 
a few months from now, and uh, it'll be March 26th through April 6th of 2020, and it's during Palm Sunday. It's going to be exciting. We've just got a minute or so left. How do I start the process? They've listened to this podcast. uh, What do they do next? Well, go to the radio station's website. There's the link. That'll get them signed up. And people do need to sign up soon because the trip will fill up, and eventually you won't be able to sign up. So it isn't something you should put off. You should do it. But go to the website of the radio station. It's the wordseattle.com. Right, and that's where the link will be. And uh, then you can sign up uh, online. I encourage you to do it. It is the trip of a lifetime. It's, it should be, I think it's on most everybody's bucket list. And so there's probably no better time than right now to go. Uh, tourism is at its peak. The economy is good, and so it's good in that way. And so people want to go, and time is now. Yeah. You know, years ago I went to Damascus because I wanted to be there while it still was there. And and now, of course, you can't go to Damascus. Right. And so you want to go while the going's good, and the going is good right now. Well, you have the opportunity to go with uh, Pastor Joe Featon and the tour. It's the Journey with the Word to Israel, March 26th through April 6th, 2020. If you want more information, you can contact me. I'm Chuck Olmstead at Chuck at SalemRadioSeattle.com. You can call me. My direct line is 206-269-6216. Uh, go online to the wordseattle.com, click on the banner, uh, the, the uh, Journey with the Word banner, and uh, you can get some more information through that link as well. So thank you for joining me today. Pastor Joe, it's been great talking to you. We're looking forward to a great trip. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.